to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars? Ha! Stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, and you know he looks good in a cape. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How you doing, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I should get a cape, shouldn't I? I, I should, should get a cape. Convention I cape. See See out, see out the autumn with a cheeky cape, maybe at MCM Comic Con. We're going to be that on the. We're going to be there at the Saturday and Sunday. By the way, that's not in our yes. script or our notes. I'm just letting you know that we're not there on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What is that? 28th, 29th of October. Yeah, yeah. In London. Yeah, that's the plan. Anyway. Checking our calendars now. Uh, is the 28th and 29th. You are right. <laughs> Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. We're, we're straight into it, mate. Straight into it. Obviously, we are bang in the middle, or actually a little bit after the middle, beyond the middle of Ahsoka Season yeah. 1, which is great. We're loving the recap. So if you've been listening to those, thank you so much. We're, we've been thoroughly enjoying that. And I think our last recap was maybe one of our most like you know, you know know deep and, 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 and emotional recaps that we've 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 done really in for 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 a Star Wars TV show. So maybe it's got to be up there. It's got to be up so, there, surely. I mean, I still remember looking dead in your eyes post Mando season two finale and just seeing Wonder. And I don't think anything's <laughs> ever gonna beat that. But yeah, the recaps are they are reactionary. We uh, we record them hours usually after watching the episode, and they're spoiler heavy. And, you know, we just go with whatever our gut says. Maybe a day or two later we'll think, huh, I wish I'd mentioned that. But it is mm. unfiltered, straight up reaction in the most purest sense. And we love doing it every Wednesday. And this Wednesday is, uh, well, episode six dropped. And if you want to hear what we thought, go check it out. We're not going to spoil it on here. So what kind of guys would we be if we did that, mate? No, come on. Come on. We, 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 we show the class, mate. We show the class. Uh, and talking about class, uh, we're going to a loose segue, mate. Wednesday, <laughs> the 27th. See, I told you it was loose. Wednesday, the 27th of September. Uh, in, in, in two weeks' time, we are going to be doing a Patreon watch along. Patre- Is it two weeks? One week? It's about a few days, oh, my mate. Word. By the time this comes out, it, it, yeah. yeah, 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 wow, okay. Uh, so on Wednesday the wow. 27th, we're going to be doing, wow, we're going to be doing a watch along with our patrons. That's going to be on Zoom, but you got to be a patron to 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 be involved in that. We're watching The Force Awakens, episode seven. Oh. It's going to be great. The film starts at 7.30, but we're going to open the room at 7 p.m. British time, so... We've got all on our socials, all the links to all the different time zones. So obviously, it's difficult for some people uh, more than others. But, you know, we're, we're, we're going through the days. We've done weekends before. We thought, well, let's try a Wednesday. We've never done a Wednesday yep. before. Cannot wait for that, mate. I, lo- I love, love doing the watch-alongs with the patrons, the Star Wars Session sickheads, 
27th, Wednesday. Can't wait. If you want to join, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Buzz in. Exactly what that guy said. And that room is going to be popping because it's going to be hours after the penultimate episode of Ahsoka as well. So we're going to be living in that world and we're going to be soaking up that delicious nostalgia. I've said mm. it already, nostalgia for the Force Awakened. My man, I actually can't wait to sit down of all the sick heads and watch that film again. And some people just drop in and out, you know, what people work or they've got kids. They'll come in for half an hour, an hour sometimes and they'll drop in and out. That's cool as well. We invite you all. But like Luke said, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Join at any tier and you too can join in the filth. And we're not done with Patreon announcements. We're not done yet. We have another announcement from Patreon, don't we, Lukey Boy? We've got a special shout out. Yes, a huge shout out to our latest patron, Accio Amelia or Accio Amelia. I'm, I'm, if I've got the pronunciation wrong, let me know. Matt, I think you're you're pondering how the pronunciation works. I think it's a Harry Potter it. spell, so I think it's Accio. Is it really Accio? Okay, Accio yeah. Amelia, who's joined at the Hello There tier. Welcome to the sickheads, Akio. Well, l- l- let us know. Let us know if Matt's right or I'm wrong or whatever. You know, we we might both be wrong. We might be just missing out a pronunciation. That's probably that sounds about right, doesn't it? That sounds about right. But see you at the watch along. Hopefully, that'd be really good fun. Yeah, Akio and Wands out and all that for you there, Amelia. Thank you for joining the Patreon squad. There, we hope you enjoy a year's worth of content that's already been. And the stuff we've got coming out, we have new shows every month exclusively, <gasps> exclusively for our patrons. All of our sickest thoughts go on the Patreon, of course. Mm. So, Amelia, we thank you so much for joining up at that tier and supporting the show. Now, my friend, uh, other than your glorious tones, I can hear something uh, oh, obtrusive in my ears. It's the sound of a bong, a chime. It's the sound of Big Ben Kenobi. What does it all mean, mate? I uh, must mean it's Galactic News Round. Ah, yeah, come on. Stig Asmussen, the director behind the acclaimed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor games, is leaving Respawn Entertainment and EA to pursue other adventures. <laughs> A rare screen-used original X-Wing model that was once thought lost but eventually found in a collector's home is said to be auctioned off between 14th to the 15th of October with bidding beginning at $400,000. And Star Wars Visions is returning to the world of comics with an upcoming series featuring the Ronan and his Sith origins. Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Hello, what have we here? Hello, what have we here? Yeah, that is the sound of a confused Lando Calrissian. Why is he confused, you're probably asking. Well, he's confused because he knew he was a subject of his own production. But he's further confused as to who's writing it and what type of production it's actually going to be. 
he's probably confused as well that he's actually getting his own production in the first place. Bless him. But yeah, of course, that was Lando. We are talking about the news this week that Star Wars Lando, once thought to be a series, is now apparently, according to one of the new writers, Stephen Glover, going to be a film. A film for Lando. We're going to talk about it. It came out of nowhere, really. It was dropped on a podcast that Stephen Glover was a part of. Uh, Variety then picked it up, reached out to Lucasfilm, who turned around and said, oh, yeah, that's true. What he said is true. So talk to her in discussion to have Star Wars Lando as a film. And, of course, I'm guessing that's a title. So for the time being, during this show, we are just going to call it Lando or Star Wars Lando. If it's Mm. going to get a cool title, so be it. But at the minute, it's just the Lando film or Lando series. So, anyway, the show, much like Lando's capes, came out of the blue this new sorry and we're going to react to it but let's just get let's get the elephant out of the room first mate the mm. news itself we've spoken about lando as a series and we're going to during this episode but now you know it's going to be a film what are your thoughts now have you pivoted any way or are you still thinking nah uh i'll be honest I'll, I'm, <laughs> as always i'll be honest i'll be transparent um the lando series the Lando series was one of the series that I just wasn't particularly looking forward to. It was one of the series, if I uh, recall correctly, thinking wouldn't happen as well. Like, uh, you know, you said that in more recent years, I've thought, yeah, that's just quietly been cancelled and quietly been shelved. And, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't too upset about it. It was one of the projects, and this look, this isn't anything against uh, Donald Glover or Lando Calrissian or even Billy D. Like the even the character, you know, I love Lando. I love Lando in Empire. I love him in Jedi, and he's he's great in Solo, a Star Wars story. But is it what we need right now? I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. At a time when, especially Disney and Lucasfilm are trying to almost like put, like take a step back from the mass amount of content which that you know there has been i think we've kind of been fortunate with most of the projects where they've kind of landed quite well but you know in hindsight and retrospect you do look back and think ah you know what resource and time could have been spent more wisely on those or at least spent longer you know just more time in the oven more time in the oven right and that's not just one thing that's that's a few things all in all we've been fortunate but the more you the more you pump out yeah product wise media wise the more likely you are especially when there's a lot when there's greater volume of it the more likely you are to make something that is just completely subpar and that's what wor- worries me mate and that's what's happened over at marvel yeah i hate, I hate to be classic luke and always compare star wars to, to marvel i try not to do it right i try not I to do it but in, in in recent years, you you can walk to the average like Marvel fan in the street, and and a lot of them will agree with you and say, yeah, like a lot of the Marvel production lately, it's just been so hit and miss. It's not to say there's not been hits. I do think there has been absolute hits, and by the by its very nature, Marvel can produce a lot more stuff. But this is my point, mate, and I make this point a lot. This is my point. Yeah, Star Wars is not Marvel. Don't yeah. just give any old character a film or a series and be like, ta-da. You know, this is their film. We've done that once. That was with Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. You know, I, I I think stuff like Ahsoka or Mandalorian, it's all 
Boba Fett, it's focused on a shared universe and it clearly has a shared narrative. It's going somewhere. Solo didn't. Solo didn't. Solo was there to fill a slot, I think, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Anyway, I don't want to I don't want to start like too negative, but I know <laughs> I know that's honest. just a, I know I'm just being honest. Let me th- I've got more thoughts on this by the way, but let me throw it to you. What was your thoughts just on like the Lando series alone when it was announced back at the Investors Day? It's really confused by it. And mm. yeah, it really was, and it's not one that I've been overly looking forward to. You know, every now and then I might have thought, "Oh, that could be quite cool if they take it down certain routes." But Lando works best like he did in Empire, like he did in Jedi, and like he did in Tross, and also things like Battlefront 2, that campaign, as a supporting character who drops in and aids the and aids the story where it needs to. He is rightly part of the big four, if you will, of the OT. But a question for you, mate, just before I continue. Yeah, go on. This, this would also be one of the game questions if I was doing that this week, but... In in Empire, in Jedi and Tross, so over the course of thirty nine years, how much screen time do you think Lando actually has in those films? Including Tross. Including Tross. So Empire, Jedi and, and Tross. But not solo. Uh nope, not solo. Okay. Um oh. It's not gonna be as much as anyone thinks. I'm gonna i I'm gonna lowball it, right? Seven minutes? Seven minutes. That is, that is low. It's twenty minutes and twenty-seven seconds, which sounds like a lot. But when I mean, Tross <laughs> in itself is two hours and forty. It's more than seven. Tross is two and a half hours, oh. and Jedi is two, and so is Empire at six hours. Um, so uh, there's a reason why I haven't put Solo in, and I'll mention that later. But in terms okay. of Lando and the story of where it can go to, we've only seen it for twenty minutes over forty years, basically. My fear for a Lando series or a Lando film is what's going to happen we know the character gets old mm. so what are they going to do mm. to make us think ah oh, i need to tune in every week to make sure lando survives it is this is the fear i had then this is a fear that i have now is the necessity for it unless they decide to make it more of a an open world shared universe type thing like you mentioned where you've got something like mando but we could have the lando verse where it's like the underworld or something like that and you kind of make bring people in and out but don't call it Lando. If that's the case. Mm. Yeah, like like you said, mate. You, you you dropped in Han Solo there. You know what? Regardless of whatever rhyme, whatever reason, a movie with Han Solo, like the iconic movie character Han Solo, was released and bombed. Uh, and it wasn't all to do with the fact that it was basically made twice, and it still cost a packet. Regardless of that, whether it was made once or twice with two different directors, it still only made three hundred ninety-three million. Now. In what world do Lucasfilm think a solo Lando films or series would have done significantly better than a Han solo film? And that's kind of where I've been sitting on all day, all, all week since we've heard mm-hmm. about the story, mate, is I've been trying to get to myself to think, like, what, you know, what, what, what's the thought process behind this? Obviously, business, profits, there's got to be something here. They've got to be looking forward. I can't see where that's coming from, mate, but maybe during this discussion we can kind of eke out some reasoning. I mean, 
solo solo's a funny one because obviously I know we've labored this point in 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 the past quite quite a lot but um you know solo was unfortunate in its positioning with the, with the Disney schedule right um you had uh, infinity war coming out just like a month before it or something like that deadpool 2 I think was coming out as well and had a lot of competition and uh Disney still decided to release the film that year, that side of the financial year in May. Yeah. It, it's clear that the film should have come out in December, you know, uh, you know, the holidays of 2018. That, that is clear because instead what was there in its place, Mary Poppins, right? Which yep. I don't think did uh, as well either. Right. Fine. But as, yeah. as for a star Wars film, a star Wars film to gross, what was it again, mate? 323 million. million. What was it? Sorry, three hundred and ninety-three million. Yeah, that's a joke, isn't it? So even if it wasn't made twice, because people are, and we've done it, and I've done it as well. Being well, it had the budget of two or one and a half films. Blah blah blah. That doesn't even if it had the budget of one film, which is two hundred million, it still ain't making any money back on three hundred ninety-three million. So no. it isn't all down to the behind-the-scenes furor. There are variables, however. Han Solo, you'd expect a Solo film to do better than a Lando, maybe. I totally agree. And I think if that film, if the Solo film were released in December 2018, it's going to earn more money. But I'm not sure if it's a billion dollar film still. I I just don't, I don't feel like the need or the demand for the film was there. And here we go again. A Lando (laughs) A Lando project, a Lando film, right? So this series was re- it came out last week. That oh yeah, um, looks like the Lando series is going to be a film, as Matty Boy just just uh, pointed out, right? I just don't feel I, I I don't feel like people are going out of their way to ask for this, just like Solo all over again. And like what you said, if Han Solo, who is a more credible character than Lando Calrissian, right? Lando still a fantastic character and for a lot of people out there he is going to be a favorite a fan favorite right the potential i'm i'm not completely confident is there however it does have something on its side which you okay. know I, I which i do want to point out and is it's it's p- potentially more of an on a, of an obvious one, but I just want to point it out as a, as an observer and as uh, someone who's like family members kind of relayed this information back to me, right? But let's go back again to we've mentioned Marvel already in 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 this show, but let's go back to back to something like Black Panther, right? Yep. A lot of people were excited for for a film like Black Panther and Black Panther Two Wakanda Forever, right? But particularly that first one because it was different. Why was it different for a comic book film? Why was it different for pop culture? Because the lead and a lot of the m- main cast were black. Yep. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of unheard of before this for a superhero film. And therefore it got a lot of traction and it got a lot of attention and a lot of support because for a lot of people, for the first time ever, they'd seen someone who looked like them or a bit yep. like them leading a superhero film, right? Now, it could be, and listen, I'm I'm not saying, and and, and I, you know, I'm not black, right? A lot of my a lot of my family are black or mixed race, but you know, I'm not black, so I don't, I can't like you know relay that emotion, yeah, and that feeling 
as accurately as I as 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 I can, right? So, look, I'm 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 not going to say that I um uh, that this just won't work because of that, but it is a factor that maybe we shouldn't underestimate. But and by the way, Black Panther one w- w- brought in a lot of money, right? That that, that film brought in a massive, uh, and I don't think I think as well. And in hindsight, it's not even the best Marvel film. I don't think, yeah. No, but again, it's not. it's not. In my opinion, in my opinion, and emotionally, th- those things that, like a lot of people, a lot of kids, children, adults, granddads, even and grandmothers, yeah. obviously, but go- going to the cinema to see something like that for the first time—that is not something that maybe I could relate to directly. I can kind of understand it, but it's—I weren't in that position, so I'm just putting that out there. No, no, it's it's very, very, very um, prominent to add because one of the notes I have is for me as a Star Wars fan, when as a film fan and as somebody who tries to look into the merit of every product project, sorry, the mm-hmm. question I've written down in my notes here, does it carry enough emotional weight or heft to get us excited for a cinematic event? Now that's assuming it is going to be cinematic and it isn't going to be a Disney plus original film. There is also that, which I think we need to factor in. Uh, you'd imagine that they'd want to put it straight on the big screen, but they may say, well, look, we were making this for Disney Plus. It's still going on Disney Plus. Make it work, lovers. But so does it carry enough <laughs> emotional weight? Now, as a story and a narrative, I could, uh, for me, uh, who knows nothing about it, like pretty much all of us, I could easily say no, because we know the main character is going to be okay uh, and they're going to have to rely on ex- uh, secondary characters coming in and essentially stealing the show and making us care more about them. But. And also for a cinematic event as well, not just a series. For for a two and a half hour event, you've got to really get us invested. But when how you mention it then, like for the diversity, for the cultural side of it, probably will. And like you, I can't I can't speak for for the culture, but I, it probably will feel like an event. And I'm here for that because I I still think Hollywood has a lot to do in that respect. So. You got if you're looking at it from different angles, then yeah, this film is going to mean a lot to a lot of people, and to a lot of other people, they're just going to think, yeah. Uh, currently, I am right. on the latter at the minute from a s- simply from a Genesis standpoint. I don't know. We nobody knows the story yet. The Glovers might come out and say, "Listen, guys, we are. This is the story," and we might all sit here and think, "Oh, well, I never thought about that. That is." banging that is great but at the minute all the things in my head which i hope you can help or the listeners can help with some ideas i can't think where the story is going to go that's going to make me think that has to be on the big screen that is screaming to be on the big screen but um yeah this well, is again we're gonna to have to dissect this but there are a lot i think it's a good point you mentioned there are a lot of variables at play here and factors that need to be um considered because we don't want to come across as people who are like oh this is rubbish nobody wants to see this because there'll be a lot of people who do and trust us first day opening night we'll be there watching it with our popcorn and digging it and cooing when lando comes on screen anyway so um you know it but it's an it is an interesting point to make though mate but it has had a checkered history which is uh mm. also uh, i think worth looking at you mentioned the the disney investors day the reactionary media event to what was a awful lockdown year prior to that and as part of 10 star wars productions and 10 marvel productions oh crazy days huh lando (laughs) was announced as a streaming series and uh justin simeon was going to be heading it up kathy kennedy was quoted as saying 
Everyone's favourite scoundrel, Lando Carizian, will return in a brand new event series for Disney+. Justin Simeon, creator of the critically acclaimed Dear White People and a huge Star Wars fan, is developing the story. So, three years, nearly three years ago now, my man, this is bonkers, mm. we got the news that Lando was going to be a streaming series and Kathy Kennedy was, you know, doing what Kathy Kennedy does. We've got a big Star Wars fan coming on. Now, you've asked me what I thought about the idea of a series. I guess now we can almost kind of look at it in hindsight now, but I know you weren't as much of the idea of a series or the necessity, but again, not knowing anything about it, like weighing it up, can you kind of, can you kind of see how we got from A to B, three years ago series, three years later we're at a film? No. <clears throat> it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't add up, mate. In my in my head, it doesn't add up mm-hmm. at all. I think I think there's a bigger bigger picture to this story. You know, I really do, and a greater message to take away from it. And I do think we are going to start seeing a slowdown in Disney Plus series. I think that's the point. Uh, I think there's, it, cinema is more profitable. There is more money in big box office. And I think that's kind of the takeaway here. But what what gets me is this is just it's it's contrary to what we heard not long ago from people like Bob Iger, from Kathy Kennedy, by saying, look, there needs to be more of a focus on quality, not quantity. There needs to be more of a focus on you know stars being an an a, an a special event, a special event, and. This doesn't, to me, this just doesn't qualify as that. And I, I, I don't want to take away the fact that it will be for some people. Solo was for some people, but Solo should not be. And I, I love a bit of Solo. I love watching Solo, but Solo should not be the benchmark for Lucasfilm. It should not be the benchmark for Star Wars. Star Wars needs to be aiming a lot higher than that. It needs, yeah. especially with a return to cinema. Could you imagine? I don't think this will happen, by the way. But hypothetically, we've not seen a Star Wars film in the cinema since December 2019, Ugh. and it's not going to be for a little while yet. But the first film, the first Star Wars film we see back after such a long period without mm. it is a Lando film. I I would be disappointed in that. I'd still go watch it. I'll be excited for it. And I'm sure there'll be a lot for me to love in it. Okay. I'm sure I'm, com- I'm I'd be confident in that. We but want to win. It's anticlimactic, mate. Isn't it? Isn't it? Or is it just me? No, it isn't. If it's the same where we feel, I mean, Rogue Squadron, I don't think I was quite as down on the idea of it. Uh, I say down, but I was slightly more up on the idea, shall we say then of it being the next film because, Hey, cool. Let's give us something a little bit different. Um, yeah. That ain't happening. And there's nothing, again, nothing against the Lando character because I really dig Lando, all iterations of Lando. But yeah, it would Mm. feel slightly anticlimactic because, again, we know the story of the character. Unless they're going to do something wild and involve Billy D and Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, show his last days or something, which is of the character, which I think would be crazy. But. That was my lightsaber talking to me. Um, or I've, either that was my brain switching off. But um, so unless they're going to give us something crazy, I, yeah. I just don't see what the mass appeal mm. would be to say, right, we need this on the cinema to get bums in seats, to show everyone that Star Wars is a powerhouse at the theatre like it always used to be. Tross may not have been widely received particularly well, but it still made 1.3, well, sorry, 1.1 billion. Yes, there were diminishing returns. 
you're going to tell me that Lucasfilm aren't happy that it made over a billion? Of course they were. Of course they were. That is the benchmark. If Rogue One, for me, is the benchmark in terms of films that aren't the Skywalker saga, that film mm-hmm. out of nowhere made, I think, 1.065 billion. Out of nowhere, because it's the best film they've done. That is the benchmark now. That's just where they should be hitting. I don't always agree with commentators when they say, if you don't make a bit or fans, if you don't make a billion, it's a, it's a failure. I don't agree with that whatsoever, but they've set the benchmark so high. And they've also got, they've also set the barometer low with solo. Like they've now got an area within the, with, with which to play in. So if Lando came out and only made 600 million, well, it's between Tross, it's between solo. It's, it's not a bad, it's not a bad result, but, You've got, you've got to think they want to be aiming higher for their first cinematic release. And I just don't know where this is going to fit in, mate. I do not know. You've got Mangold, who's doing his thing, and Swamp Thing. You've got Sharmina uh, Bechanoi. That's a huge thing. You know, the new era of Star Wars. You've got the Mandoverse, whenever that's going to fit in with the strikes. Of course, the strikes are going to be having a huge effect on the studio slate for years to come. And then you've got other... Uh, films which are out there sean levy's film for example which is being written it's not cancelled he's just finishing deadpool off i don't know god knows about tiger's film but where is lando gonna oh. fit in where it doesn't feel like it's like an, an, almost an unnecessary detour we've got the br- the brand new era with ray skywalker we've got the start of everything with mangold and we've got the mando film which is whatever what everyone's loving at the minute where do we put a lando film mate i mean you just mentioned Taika this week. I think it was last week, actually. But either way, like recently, Taika Waititi has had a little joke. He's never going to finish a Star Wars, his Star Wars script. It's probably true. It's probably true, mate. It's probably true. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I really, really, really don't. I'm a big fan of some of Taika Waititi's uh, work, but I think that the guy's just committed to too much. He's dedicated to too much. He's signed on for too much. And... You know, you, I, it's selfish, but I think we, Lucasfilm, Star Wars, Star Wars fans, we have a right to be a little bit selfish when it comes to our creators in Star Wars. You want people who are just, you know, foaming at the mouth to write their Star War. Do you know what I mean? Like people are like, yeah, I've got this idea and I just, I, I, I need to get it out. I need to do this. I need to do that. I, I have a vision. And that's what artists do. When artists are passionate, when artists have a vision, when they have an idea, they 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 do them. And it might take time, but they do them and they keep refining them. And it, it you know, I just don't get that idea that 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 vibe from Taika Waititi at the moment. I don't get that. And I, it's a big commitment, I feel like it? it is a big commitment. And, and I don't blame a, a lot of directors and writers for kind of sidestepping star wars you know it's probably not the most attractive offer right now you know but it's a lot more attractive than other places and other studios Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not the worst either it's just you need to get it right and i i feel if you have people tony gilroy and i don't i you know i think once andor's wrapped up i think tony's out but like tony (laughs) gilroy to to get talent like that in and the fact that he was like yeah i I, f- I feel like there can be a, st- a, a real story to be told here, a point to be made here. 
and that came across so organically and so lovingly in the Andor panel that me and oh. you and a load of the other sickheads all went to together at Star Wars Celebration in I London this year. You know, it really came across, didn't it? They, they're the people you need in it. And credit where credit's due, you know, Donald Glover, and I, I don't know a lot about is it is is his brother Stephen? Is that right, Stephen, Stephen yes, Glover? Stephen Glover. Which is very sweet. Two brothers working on it as of right now, uh, yeah, and we'll get it. into that because there's been there's been some changes and shifting around on this project. Yes. <laughs> but I, you know, whenever they talk about Star Wars, it does seem positive, and it does seem like there is a genuine love there. And may, maybe maybe they've presented a script or an idea to Kathy and said, "Look, this is the idea," and Kathy's gone, "Yeah, I can't say no to that. I really can't say no to it." Yep green light but i'm you know matt how how often have we been here mate how often have we been here we're near a lot too often too often mate and it's whether is this thing actually going to happen and i mean one year last year in 2022 at celebration anaheim uh Mm -hmm. kathy herself said that there was no movement on the lando series they're waiting for donald glover to finish other projects first obviously he's been working on atlanta he was prior to that. He'd done the Lion King in like twenty eight nineteen. He's uh, done a few uh, SNL jobs and he's been a couple of Marvel uh, Spider Man films here and there. But no, and obviously he's working on his music. Um, and then this year, you mentioned that there were changes. This is where it, this is where it all gets a little bit classic <laughs> Lucasfilm. I don't want to say Disney Star Wars because it's all the same thing, but classic mm. new era. July the eighteenth, twenty twenty three. So we're now talking about. Uh, two months ago, pretty much to the day almost, the direct published an interview with Justin Simeon, who's a well-respected writer in his own right, in which he revealed he'd yet to receive any updates about the series since 2020. So this is announced on the 10th of December 2020, two years later, Anaheim, you know, the, the Lucasfilm president says, yeah, no movement as of yet, we're waiting on Donald. Another year goes past, and this, and this, 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 the writer, the showrunner, is like, yeah, I don't know, I haven't heard anything about it for nearly three years. He stated, "I have no idea what's going on with the series," and that worries me because at that point, the movie, well, you, you can't even look at that and say, "Oh yeah, strikes they weren't happening in 2022." That worries me that a showrunner of a show which was revealed uh, at that point about two and a half years prior had yet to receive any idea updates about what's going on whereas mm. it whereas at the same time he will be sitting there thinking oh look mando's come out boba's come out obes Kenobis has come out and or we know we've got ahsoka they're all out and the acolytes in production all these other things skeleton crew what, what about mine everything else is in production you know you got you guys get production he must be he must have been thinking the guillotine was hanging over his neck a little bit there mate two and a half years later imagine you're you're at your job any one of your jobs and you're waiting, uh, you're part of a project and your project manager says, oh, I'm Lukey boy, I'm, I'm going to, I need you, I need you, you're the SME, you're the subject matter expert here on finance and hair. I need you here. I need you. And then six months later, you still haven't heard anything yet. You know, the project's going, going well, because in all the meetings, they're saying how well everyone's doing. You'd be thinking, what's going on here? What am I mm. getting myself involved with? But the difference is this is Lucasfilm and by accounts, Disney as well. That isn't a good look, is it? That's not. That isn't a good sign for a series slash film. If two months ago there was no movement, and suddenly now there is. I know. No, it's not. It's not a good. It's not a good look at all, mate. I, not to I be the bringer like, of doom and gloom, by the way. 
That's not we. You know, we're just we're just chatting honesty, yeah. Mm. And we and and seemingly facts, seemingly facts. Because I, you know, I just want to add a point that you know, Justin Simeon. He said this uh, July this year, twenty twenty three. I have no idea what's going on with the series, but you know, that's what he has said. That's what he has said. Uh, Kathy, Lucasfilm, people at Lucasfilm, maybe even people at Disney might have thought otherwise. They might have said, well, Justin, we did tell you about this and this and this and this yeah, and this, good right? Yeah. We don't know all the facts, and that's the truth. We can only go by what's been publicly made available. But this this, this brings me to my other point, and this is something that I, you know, I've brought up um, a lot. Uh, especially over the last year, they need a PR person. They need, or if they've got one, they need to com- they need to completely re-strategize. They need someone who checks what Kathy says sometimes, which sounds bizarre to to, to say that sounds absolutely bizarre. And I'm He's saying that someone uh, that, that that's you know, but a vast majority of her her tenure at Lucasfilm I'm a massive fan of Kathleen Kennedy yep, but there are there are at times where you're like Kathy what you know what <laughs> a case case in point was uh, what was it a few months ago uh no Kevin Feige film we never announced that we never said there would be a, K- a Kevin Feige film it was on the Star Wars show yeah. it was on the Star Wars show <laughs> yeah. on your YouTube well, channel you did a whole episode you interviewed him about it you had Kathy, Kevin Feige on and it was all a waste of time. It was all a waste of time, a waste of breath. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't look professional. And if it was a different company, and maybe it's because we are in this Star Wars Lucasfilm zeitgeist, right? Maybe it's because we talk about it week in, week out. We notice this stuff more than the vast majority of people. It <laughs> goes without saying. If this were a different company, though, mate, or a different industry even, you just couldn't get away with it. You just couldn't get away with it. It's just so unprofessional. And again, well, maybe maybe it's because we don't know all the facts, but they need someone to come out and say this, say like when stuff is true, when stuff's not true. And I feel like they need to have the Star Wars show back or something because I know they've got this week in Star Wars, but it doesn't it doesn't pack the punches like the Star Wars show condensed, used to, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know, mate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Late, late, it, sorry. it would be good if they did that. No, it would be good. Yeah. They don't need somebody to come out every month and be like, this is what's happening, or we don't have to have like a Trello board of where everything is, but just to manage expectations because they know how ravenous the fans are for their product projects, products, and most of the fans are decent. Most of the fans are great people. We were at Celebration. Every single one of those fans there loves it and Star Wars. And we don't want to be we don't want to get our expectations up only to have them dashed and it is an entitlement because you know we, we don't claim to own Star Wars or Lucasfilm, but you know a piece of us is with it always, if you know what I mean. We we've invested so much into it that just just a kind of transparency we don't need you know like it was in the old days of spoilers left right and center but a bit of transparency about what's going on and this you know this lando series and then and as we go into it again the history kind of proves that transparency really is needed absolutely mate absolutely well that uh statement from justin simeon um that was said on july the 18th 2023 
Mm. I have no idea what's going on. Later on that month, on the 27th of July, 2023, this isn't even that long ago, guys. This is like two months ago. Yeah, this ain't long ago. Um, It was reported that Simeon had exited the project, Lando, due to his commitments with Haunted Mansion. And that Donald Glover and his brother <laughs> Stephen Glover would write and serve as showrunners for the series, with Glover reprising his role as Lando, obviously. Uh, in an interview published earlier the same day, Simeon had told The Hollywood Reporter that he was still attached, I think, to the series. <laughs> he, he, he stated he had been told the higher-ups loved what he wrote, but they had needed to halt production as they worked on availability. Now, I'd, I mean, this doesn't look good on a f- from a few perspectives and a few parts, but, you know, Justin Simeon, mate, I don't want to be that guy, but this he, he's just contradicted himself from his prior statement. He's gone, oh, I have no idea what's going on. And suddenly, a few days later, he's got a bit of context, doesn't he? He can give you an update and go, oh, well, I've written stuff. Uh, and they loved it, uh, but they've needed to hold production because of availability. Totally different answer to something he gave yeah. only two weeks prior. Yeah, and that's why that's why I would say I would take anything that this guy says with a big fat grain of salt because they, they don't line up. They don't yeah. line up. The the haunted mansion thing. I am not buying that for one second because the haunted mm-hmm. mansion came out in July. Should have come out in October. Came out in July. Was a bit rubbish. Fine, we move on from that. But there are no commitments with Haunted Mansion because he's already done it. And the fact that we've already got such a stacked Disney Plus template without any word of Lando show, there's no reason for them to say, oh, he's he's finished working on a film. But because of that, it took so long for him to write this series, which we hadn't even spoken about for years. We're going to have to just uh, ditch him now and get somebody else in. I'm not having it. I mean, dear white people ended, I don't know, two, uh, I think it's 2021. And I know he's, I know he's uh, attached to do flash dance, the TV, I think it's a TV series, which uh, the film's cool. Great soundtrack. Not sure I want to see a reboot. Other than that, you know, he's been writing an awful lot and doing things behind the scenes. He hasn't been like you use Taika Waititi as an example. Great example. You know, Taika is just doing everything. He's got next girl wins. He's got Akira. He's got Netflix series and all this stuff. Justin Simeon hasn't had that he's been more particular about what he takes so he has actually had I imagine I don't want to say he's been sitting there twiddling his thumbs because that would be heinous and wrong but he's had more time on his plate in which to concoct this Lando series and all this time that apparently Lucasfilm hadn't been communicating with him well you still write it still you still contract it still write the damn thing so the Haunted Mansion thing I don't I don't believe whatsoever I just think that there was a change of tact or maybe they watched the Haunted Mansion and were like yeah no um, I hope it wasn't that case though because I don't like Lucasfilm sorry Disney looking at one product project I keep saying product one film not doing as well as I'd hoped and canning people Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion was never going to do well in July so I hope that wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back however you know Justin Simeon he uh, he thought he was attached and uh, they, need, they needed a whole production to work on availability, but we then found out that Donald and Stephen Glover would write and serve as showrunners. Now, I feel sorry for Justin Simeon, I really do, because I think he's a very talented writer. But if we're getting the Glovers in his place, I don't think that is a step down in quality. 
Now, you mentioned it. Donald Glover clearly has a real affinity for this character that came through in the solo press tour and in the film. So knowing that he's writing it, he's writing the character that he's going to be playing and representing. That gets me excited. He's a very, very talented writer. I mentioned before, the guy makes me sick. He's so talented at so many things. He's so good at so many things that um, I have no doubt that he'll be good, a great showrunner as well. Plus, he's got his ever-reliable brother who's been there with him through thick and thin. So I don't think we're looking at this like, oh, no, we've we've gone from up here to, you know, Joby Harold. <laughs> no, we've got, we've got the Donald Glover and the Glovers in and they're going to be overseeing this. I don't think that's a bad thing, mate. I actually think that's quite a quite good news and a pretty good handoff. If we're going to lose one guy, get somebody in who's just as attached to the project. So... I'm not. I don't. But, but I don't buy the whole commitment of haunted mansion thing being a reason. I don't think. I don't believe no. that whatsoever. Um, and I like to try and think positively, but I think that's a little bit of PR spin gone wrong, mate. Yeah. And if you ask people like Bespin Bulletin or making Star Wars, you know, a few few of the lads that we sometimes chat to, you know, I think they would tell you that Justin Simeon was uh, out of the project and out of that job for a little bit. He quietly exited the project allegedly some time ago. Mm-hmm. They don't know an exact date, but it was some time ago. And so again, this this shows you that, I, and that wouldn't surprise me, mate. It wouldn't surprise me if this this has all been happening for a while. And 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 I think you know Simeon's just trying to save face a little bit. He's trying to make it look a little better on his CV, which I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't blame, blame him. him but yeah. the proof, the proof is there. The proof is there, and. I, this is this is why there needs to be better PR legislation in place at Lucasfilm and Disney. There needs to be. There needs to be because it doesn't. It just doesn't look good. It's it's not a great look. Who was and that I, writer who was on stage at a convention recently, uh, maybe in this year or early this year, late last year, who was saying, "Yeah, I, I don't know what's happened in my Star Wars show or film," and then found and then we found out that. He was off the project as well, but he gave a kind of diplomatic answer whilst on stage. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was one of the Obi-Wan writers or um, I can't think of who it would be, but I remember there was another creative who gave a kind of cryptic answer at a convention and then days later found out that, yeah, they'd already been canned at that point. But to your point, they were kind of, you know, flexing a little bit to save face and to keep that mutual bond and the kind of yeah. golden handshake up. Can't remember who it was yeah. now, but it's happened before uh, recently. Well, they don't want to just like, um, you know, burn bridges with, with no, Disney, no. do they? They don't want to do that. No. So they need, they, they, they try, you know, these writers, directors, these creatives try and keep some sort of relationship down again. Do not blame them. That is just how business works. And that's sometimes actually just how being polite works. That's just how respect works. Not always, not always. And obviously, you know, we've we've chatted a lot about the strikes lately. With the strikes, a lot of people getting mugged off at the moment. A lot, lot of people who, who can't afford much at all are getting absolutely done over by these studios, including Disney, uh, that seem to not be able to do a deal, even though people like A24 can, you know, studios, much smaller studios like A24 can. Anyway. That's not this discussion, but you guys, you guys know the gist. Um, listen, before we kind of finish our uh, our main 
discussion main topic we just wanted to just slide in that of course this episode is sponsored and brought to you by parsecsabers.com the place to go for lightsabers uh matty boy i've been playing around with my luke skywalker lightsaber the first which which one would you remember which one you've got the sun it's the sun, right? Because there's two versions that you can get. There's one that's um, like two hundred or two hundred and thirty pound. There's one that's cheaper than that, and and just the specs are slightly different, right? The specs are slightly different. Um, but this thing is an absolute delight. The other night, I was literally just on the app because you can download an app with, that goes with this saber, and you can change the colors from your phone. You can change the sound fonts from your phone you can do all of that from your phone i'm there just going through all of my options there's even a crazy mario kart style rainbow version and you move it around and it sounds like coins are moving what i noticed is how good the sound interaction is with the movement of the lightsaber like you move it just slightly and you hear it's just like it's so much fun i went in the street very briefly while my brother my niece and my sister-in-law were leaving my house the other night and i literally had it on kylo ren mode and i was just like wave i was waving this thing in the street like my neighbors must have thought what is wrong with this guy yeah but it's a solid light so have you been playing around with yours mate well i do mate well if you if your neighbors are like who's this guy you just shout at them, parsixsabers.com. That's where you go. Get your saber. I have been playing with my Survivor variant, and I put out a little reel earlier this week, which was very professionally made to show me uh, screwing the lightsaber hilt in and the blade and shows that if anyone can, if I can do it, anyone can. They're really simple to set up. That was my biggest fear, mate, of when I got this was I've never really got one of these things before. And so, so how do I what do i do how do i screw it in is it too tight is it not tight enough the guys at past six sabers have been fantastic with helping me through how to do it and it is literally you stick your bolts in you get your allen key screw it on tight that is that done and they are made mm. for dueling so when i go to see lukey boy next and we go for a cheeky bagel and a chai latte i will be bringing my saber and we will be dueling in the streets of essex because these are built for that whether you get the uh, the apprentice sabers which are the kind of entry-level ones or these bad boy character inspired ones they're made for jewelry they're made to be whacked they're made to be hit and if you want a wacky young and you want a wacky nan do it because these can withstand it and also if it's three in the morning you need to go to the toilet i can't find the light grab this because the luminosity of these <laughs> things is outrageously good <laughs> honestly they really lights everything up so uh, yeah they honestly we always we, we've said this before we, we don't want to come across as oh, you know snake oil genuinely actually really 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 dig this project product we would not endorse it if we thought it was rubbish or if we thought you guys wouldn't get any value from it so i'm very mm. very pleased with my saber mate and we do want people to get them because we want to fight people with them where can they get them mate and how can they get a bit of bunts off parsecsabers.com and using the code sessions you can get 10 percent off a character saber and using the code sessions five you can get five percent off anything else but honestly the character sabers they they're just to absolutely die for i i am such a huge fan uh yeah the jewel is going to be great i think i want to do 
a video, right, of my... Because I've got my Disney Saber. I've got the old... Uh, I think it's called Jedi Master Series or something. I know which one you mean, yeah. Saber. I'll need to double-check that, but I want to compare them all because this bad boy just lights up so bright. It's just <laughs> shockingly bright. It's great. Um, I, I love it. Huge fan. Parsecsabers.com. Go. It's, uh, it's Sessions 5 is the code. Parsecsabers.com. Please go there. Please support. It would help us as well, and it helps the show. So even if you're thinking of getting one of your loved ones something soon, you know, just do that. Get him a lightsaber. Who wouldn't want that? Sick. Sick. Love it. There we go. Let's get back to some Lando. Are we going to love that? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> we've been talking about then the ins and outs, the waves, the peaks and troughs of what is, what is actually going on with this now. And so recently as last week, as of recording, September the 14th, 2023, Lucasfilm, not, you know, not Matt Hudson on Twitter or the bloke around the corner. Lucasfilm mm. confirmed that Lando had officially shifted development into a film rather than a television series. And Stephen Glover had previously stated that its status as a film rather than a series was in discussion. But Lucasfilm have come out, and I'm quite glad that they have actually, I'm pretty pretty um, psyched about this, that they've just nipped any kind of speculation in the bud and have said, nope, this is what's happening. We're moving forward with it. So we haven't now got to spend the next six months saying, will it be a film? Will it be a series? What's it going to be? We know now because Lucasfilm have come out. You know whether or not we, we we can argue the merits of the film's necessity or not. I'm glad that they came out though, mate, and just definitively said, "This is what we're doing." And I do wish they'd do that a little bit more often. I know they did it recently with the Ahsoka viewing figures, and I was on record on this show saying I'm really glad that they did that. They've just used their power and said, "No, no, no, we're the big boys here. We're going to set the record straight." And they've done it again here, mate. So it is now a film uh so it's gone through three years of changes of writers of directors of showrunners classic lucasfilm to get from a series to a film now of course is it theatrical is it going to be a disney plus film that is another question which i'm going to throw to you mates is it going to be on a big screen or small screen and what could the story be about i think if they're making the film if they're going to 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 all the effort to make you know a feature length it's got to be cinematically released it's good there has to be a change of strategy in finance there has to be there has to be mm -hmm. you know in 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 regards to your other question you know what's it going to be about when it was the series i always saw it as i don't know a few other people did as well actually i've heard this from from quite a few people i think even at celebration i thought you know 70s detective show <laughs> style you know it, it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. something a bit cheeky like that there, there might be room for that there might be room for something quite cheeky and it could you know do an andor on us could completely surprise us but the fact that no it's a film it's contained two plus hour cinematic slate it just doesn't could it be that probably not i feel i feel like this is the closest thing we've got to make Solo 2 happen. And I think it is a nod to that. I think it's a continuation of the Solo story. Uh, I think if this film does go ahead, I think we're going to see Alden Ehrenreich back as Han Solo. 
We're going to see Chewbacca. We're going to see the Millennium Falcon, and we're going to see them get up to no good. It's just going to be the, the a more of an in, in inverted role of the characters. Lando will be the main character, and he'll need the help of Han Solo to do this because he owes a load of money to someone, and he's going to die otherwise. And if Lando dies, then well, Empire stri- Strikes Back cannot happen. Even though we all know it does happen, <laughs> you know it. It just feels like strategically. It feels like no, guys. At celebration, you were onto a winner. You had the three films, Ray, the future of the sequel trilogy in the Skywalker saga. What happens? What are the consequences of episodes one to nine? You had the Felony film, the, the the climactic event of the the Mandoverse, something that's been discussed and announced. At the Investors Day in December 2020. Wow. Like that's still that's still there. And I think that's gonna happen. I think that's actually the most likely. And then you've got something that's a bit more left field. James Mangold's 25,000 BC or before <laughs> BBY, whatever it is, before Yavin. It's which is a great choice, by the way. But they all feel quite grand in scope, don't they? They yes, all feel 100%. like they have big aspirations and they they could i think all three of those films could potentially earn over a billion dollars at the box office i think all three of them could do very 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 well a lando film no no it wouldn't yeah and i just feel like what's the point then and i know it's not all about money i know that but it's it is about resource and it is about decent storytelling it is about mythology and we got to get it right, lads. Yeah, A show like this, if you want to tell a story like this, I feel, maybe wrongly, by the way, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm being a grumpy old man, it belongs on the smaller screen because the smaller screen is there to tell us the footnotes of this mythology. It is our Silmarillion. The, the TV shows are the Silmarillion. They are the encyclopedia of what else happens outside the Skywalker saga. Cinema is for saga. That's what I think, mate. It's key, mate. It is key. Uh, I, I don't disagree with anything you've said there, mate. Uh, this film, I'd love it. I'd love this to come out and smash and make one point five bill, and we'd be like, "Yes, Star Wars is yeah, back, baby." But it's. I just can't see what it's about. I love the idea of kind of seventies style black exploitation Lando um, series and that tone. That would be so cool. Uh, I, I was always one of those guys who would have who wanted Billy D to be reminiscing about his past, like the Calrissian Chronicles that we that was brought up in Solo, and obviously Legends, but in Solo. Now, Billy D, almost like an adventure of the week, something which Mando does. Oh, there was a time when I did this, and, and it kind of like flashes back to Donald Glover doing it, and then it goes back to old man Lando in a canteen or something. Oh, you know, it, it, it sends both eras of Lando, and I think it'd be really respectful. Can mm. they, they can still do that in a film. But like you said, mate, it's so much more contained now that the the narrative feels like it's going to be truncated so much that it's just going to be another solo. I think you're right. This is the closest we're going to get to make Solo 2 happen without ever actually making it happen. I don't think we're ever going to get a Solo 2, but this is as close as we're going to get because I expect Alden to turn up. I expect Chewie. You're going to get the Falcon. They want to get the greatest hits out there. Could we potentially get Kira back in some way, shape or form? Maybe. Um then you'll get people saying, well, maybe we can get Darth Maul back. But it obviously depends when it's set. They could be really cheeky and set this after Return of the Jedi and just age Donald up a bit. 
I don't think they will do though. It's you know where is it going to be set in the in the timeline? Is it going to be pre originals? Is it going to be set during the originals? See, there is some interesting stuff there, but mate, uh, 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 I love Lando, mm. but I want the, those other films you mentioned, including the Mandoverse one. I'm far more excited for them because they are fresh. They are not playing in this tiny little sandbox in and around the OT where you cannot do anything because the live action has dictated that you can't. It ain't even books, comics, animation, or or, or, or TV. It's, it's the films have dictated that. You know, Lando can only do so much in this time period. So can Han and all that. So what can they do? You know, what's it going to be about gangsters and the underworld? You know, what mm. what could the story be? Lando hasn't got the Falcon to lose anymore. Is it going to be him having business meetings about Tabana Gas on Cloud City? <laughs> what are the stakes if we know the character survives? Yeah, Lando is a cool supporting character to me. Can he lead it? I've no doubt Donald Glover can because the man is dripping with charisma. Can Lando yeah. lead his own story? What's it going to be? It's interesting, mate. So the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm interested in hearing where it is, what's you know, what's the glimmer of a story, when are they setting it? because I want this to win. Yeah. I've been saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man, it's all a bit, it just feels so left field. Everything else feels fresh. This feels a bit tired. This feels like Lucasfilm of six, five, six years ago thinking here, I want it to win. I hope it does. I just don't see how it can do at the minute, but stranger things have happened, mate. Haven't they? Stranger things have happened. They have, they have, you know, I think even with this discussion, it has it has kind of made me a bit more intrigued about what could happen and the potential of something like this. And even seeing, you know, and we're going to go through them in a second, like uh, the feedback on comments and, and, and whatnot on socials, I'm sceptical. I am very sceptical. This is the most sceptical I am about a Star Wars project right now. Uh, I'm not entirely sure it will, it, will, it will even happen. But one thing I will say, one thing I will say is enough hard betting against someone like Donald Glover. Hi, this is Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, and I, hey, hold on. Get out of the microphone. This is Green Stridus. Yeah, you know me from Jedi Fallen Order. You know what you're listening to? Do you? You're listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Hey, uh, Greece, would you just wait a second? Can I? I'm talking. Just uh, no, I'm talking. Okay, Greece, c- calm down a second. Listen, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah, Star Wars podcast. It's called Star Wars Session. Uh, listen to it whenever you can. Greece, anything? Yeah, he's now he's silence. Ridiculous. Lando loved to drink. Lando was always playing Sabacc. He always have some colourful characters around him doing naughty things and having a few drinky poos. You could say the same about me and Luke, really, kind of, I guess, because we've pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina, which only means one thing, my friend. And the question is, mm-hmm. shall we? Let's do it. Come on. Can I offer you a libation? To celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Obviously, give me the spiciest drink you've got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, here we are, back in the Bantina. It's been a few weeks, but we're back. But each week here, in this fine establishment, we hear from you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers. 
and we want to hear your thoughts on what we have been discussing. So, this week we asked for your thoughts on the potential Lando movie. We say potential because who knows if it's ever going to happen. What do they think, mate, over on IG? On Instagram, we got we got a real mix of responses, real mix. Uh, but I'm going to start with a meaty one from Twin Sons Collecting. He says, look, I was a million percent on board for the TV show. I was really hoping for a weird and wacky adventure of the week type thing in vain of the Calrissian Chronicles that he alluded to in Solo. But given Iger's recent comments about keeping costs down on streaming platforms, I'm guessing an adventure of the week type thing would be far too expensive trying to get loads of new planets and sets made. I think of Mando 3, Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, where everyone's kind of kept on the same one or two planets for the most part. Personally, I really enjoyed Solo and I loved Glover in his role. His work in Atlanta was incredible, so I think it's in safe hands. But... It's not even been written yet due to the strikes. And so many others in development or so many other in development shows have been postponed or cancelled. So who knows? I'd also love to see Olden return for the Tatooine job. But others don't seem as keen. It's a beefy one. But I really liked kind of the the, the honesty, the transparency there from Twin Suns collecting. And seems quite split on it. Seems like he was more excited, excited for it to be a TV show. He's not the only one who thought that. There's actually quite a few people like, seems more appropriate for a series. Poe Dameron said the same thing. Our mate from the Northeast was like, yeah, suits more Disney Plus than a film. Bit random. Eve Evangel, ST90019, says, I'm 100% on board. I'd love that. Clearly, I'm in the minority when it comes to people vocal on the internet, but I honestly see myself enjoying them enjoying this more than the Filoni brand of Star Wars. See, it's not. It's not every. No, a lot of people are up for it, mate. Ella Drum says, "I think this would be better as a series, series, but it's Donald Glover, so I'm in." And last but not least, the Phantom fanboy says, uh, "I'm not. I'm going to miss out a word, but more mismanagement." <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've Classic. met him. We know what he said. <laughs> yeah, what a lad. What a lad. We love him. Uh, what else are people saying on like Twitter and Facebook, mate? It's mixed over there. Well, over here on mm. Twitter, X, Newbold, Mark Newbold, when we asked, you know, how are you feeling? He said, I'm feeling very good indeed. If done right, it could be very special, but it must include the Oswaft, which the Purgles were clearly based on, and the Battle of Tanab. It's a good shout. We'd be, we'd be looking in the OT era then. Uh, so what have we got else we got Abdulaziz Al-Sawadi says it shouldn't be made uh, Mike at Blue Star I'd rather see new stories and keep rehashing the old characters Brian Staten mm. more Star Wars please uh, Shin Hattie at, at a cup of Hattie like you said didn't like Solo probably won't see this fair dues uh, moving on to uh, Facebook Owen Watson feels like a fan service movie which I'm here for but it is hard mm. to imagine it having mass market appeal. And then we had two more. Marco Coyone, I would take any Star Wars movie anytime, anywhere. And our boy, George Constantino, he said, if Lando himself has chosen to make the Lando series a Lando movie, then bring on Lando. Lando, Lando. Plus Han and Lando will each have their own movie. Then the third installment, Han and Lando. So... Uh, Georgie boy, Georgie boy is loving a bit of Lando. Hey, look, can you imagine they're building up to that? You've got Star Wars, you've got Solo, 
you've got Lando a Star Wars story, and then it ends with Han and Lando a Star Wars, Star Wars story. Who knows? But uh, interesting comments there, though, mate. A lot of a mixed bag there. We're always here for people's opinions, whether they're uh, positive or negative, as long as they're constructive. Uh, and it, it's maybe unsurprising to see a mixed bag there but thank you everyone who sent in your comments this week and if you didn't hear your comments featured please do continue to send in your thoughts and maybe just maybe you'll be featured on an upcoming stint in the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right, it's a spicy spider. Bada ba bantuna. It's the Patreon questions section. And to kick us off this week is Stevie D himself, Stephen Dayden or Dadden. I'm I'm sure Daddy. has that been clarified? I'm sure it has, but what is it? It's Daddy. Dadden. Stephen Daddy. He asks this lads, any chance those naughty sessions mugs will find will find their way onto your merch page. I can't wear my sicker t-shirt to work, even though it's so good. There we go. Go So good. Thank you. But the posing power of that mug, a powerful ally it will be. Besides, I don't mind slipping you lads some extra wedge for all that filthy goodness you pour into my ears every Wednesday evening. Keep it spicy. Stevie D. Stevie D. Uh, what are you saying, mate, boy? What, what's what's uh, the situation with the mugs? I've done worse than a Wednesday evening, mate. Um, I've got the mug up there. You can't see it, but it is just up there. It's on display. Mate, those mugs, people love those mugs. People love this. This is since they were, ever since they were first used as a giveaway, I think, on Patreon, maybe two years ago, maybe even longer. Wow, we are going back in time. People have been after the mugs. Um, so in terms of will they be finding their way onto the merch page, I don't know because I don't know if our merch provider actually has the capacity to do mugs. However, if as with anything, if there is a, partic- a particular desire for sessions mugs then i'm sure we can find a way to produce them in like a kind of like we do like limited run type thing or or as a one and done if people really want them but i know that it's really hard to say it's a mug but i love a cup of tea a lot of people love those sessions mugs so stevie d mate if if the uh desire is there we can find a way um but uh yeah keep on uh keep on giving us that tea and we'll see what we can do for you, mate. But if, if anybody else wants a mug, let us know and we'll sort it out. But you, you, you've got a mug, haven't you, mate? And you're pretty, uh, pretty precious over it. I do, mate. I do. I do love my mug. Uh, I sometimes have a cup of coffee or tea from it and, and occasionally bone broth from it. Oh, you're right, Mando. Because I know. I know, mate. A little cheeky bit of bone broth. It's good for the crones. It's good for the crones, mate. I, everyone should be having a bone broth every now and then. It's good I for you. Some. Yeah, it's not the greatest tasting thing. It's just really good for you. Uh, unless, actually, ramen. Decent ramen is always made with like a bone brothy base, You're isn't right. it? So, yeah, and we do that sometimes. Anyway, Stevie D, I, you know, I digress. Uh, give us a minute. We'll, 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 we'll look into it. We'll look into it, mate. Um, these things are a little bit complicated, especially because we used to be able to sell this from a shop. Uh, and basically it got taken down 
by a certain parent company because we were selling stuff that explicitly <laughs> said Star Wars. And Beautiful. if you notice on our clothing shop that you can find on our website, starwarsessions.co.uk, uh, all of our merch, actually, none of it says Star Wars explicitly, right? So none of it has that. Yeah, so, not sequentially. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll leave it there. We'll, we'll look into yes. it, buddy. We'll look we'll find, into it. We'll, we'll find a way. We'll get some more. We're, we're always thinking about more T-shirts, stuff like that as well. So keep an eye out over the next few weeks and months, and hopefully we can get some more designs. If there's any out there you want, we'll, we'll listen. We might not do them, but tell us anyway. Uh, Stevie D, mate, great question. Uh, we'll do what we see what we can do, but just to make you jealous, I have one up there, and I'm going to use it after this show. Uh, Liam Pards, aka Boat Lad, says, "Since the ever-present return of our boy Hayden as Anakin, do we feel it's time for a Vader solo project? His early years of Vader have been explored well in the recent run of comics, but I do feel that we've only seen a small part of his story through his later years in the OT, Kenobi, and Rogue One." Obviously, the last few episodes of Ahsoka could change my mind completely, but I'd be salivating at the thought of an early years Vader movie slash series based on our favourite Sith Lord, and to obviously hear and see more do-it situations from the Senate, a.k.a. Papa Pouts. Keep it spicy, lads, and hope Eamon and I will see you at MCM in October. Uh, we certainly love to see you boys there. We'll be there on a Saturday and Sunday. It's always good seeing you two beautiful men there. Uh, Lukey boy, Vader, he, Charles Saul's comic run, very well received. Uh, he's been in OT, Kenobi and Rogue One, of course, but a lot of people want to see a Vader solo project. Are you here for it? Is there a need, a desire for it? Could it work? Um, Liam, spicy boatman himself, I think Vader is, goes without saying, one of the most popular and iconic villains in popular culture, right? And in cinematic history and now TV history. It's... Uh, it's a tough one. You don't want to dilute that. You don't want to dilute that. I'm leaning, in short, towards no. Because I think, it, at this point, less is more. And I think that Anakin and Vader serve a better purpose of being kind of in the background as guests in episodes occasionally, I suppose, or being there spiritually in the background as a force ghost or whatever and in in whatever capacity i just feel like a vader centric show or film is just not it i mean what would it be about just slaughtering people yeah there's not really a point there's not really anything to prove or to 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 to, for, for the for the audience to go home and think wow yeah i love that yeah maybe i'm wrong but i just i just can't see it happening plus I feel like we've got a lot of Anakin, whether that's in the prequels or now in, you know, something like Ahsoka or in Clone Wars. Yeah, there, there, there is a lot of Anakin. I'm not, I'm not totally against it. It's just, it's got to be the right project. Less is more. Uh, Matty Boyle, what are you saying, mate? Uh, it's a good question, Liam. And I know so many people, certainly in the recent weeks, uh, have wanted more Vader now that we've seen uh, Annie uh, back again uh, it was in the trailers of course that it's coming back and I don't I don't blame people for wanting that um, but I think we hey, look we the guys at Disney slash Lucasfilm are, are very clever they're very intelligent and they know what fans want and to your point mate if there's going to be a Vader solo film or series they want to see you know Vader in his prime cutting falls down not getting beaten by anyone and just being a powerhouse 
can they feasibly give the fans what they desire and in some cases lustful weirdly no they can't because they would be pushing the boundaries too much when we got um vader in episode three of kenobi when i um when i kind of compared it to your michael myers or a halloween sorry a horror film when he's stalking the streets of whatever planet he was on snapping necks and you know, killing dragging it through windows and that that's, and then burning Obi-Wan Kenobi like, that is as far as they're going to go because even that was like wow that, that that's shocking mm. for a Star Wars series and that's mm. as far as they're going to go they're not going to do that week in week out multiple times in a series because they can't because they won't be able to sell that to the mass market uh, would I like it? Yeah, maybe it could be pretty cool and they maybe could put a spin on it but I don't want them to dilute the character like you said mate there is it, he falls into the char- same category as Luke Leia Han Lando between six and nine, uh, seven now is they're out there why aren't we seeing them why why is luke not coming to help fight fight thrawn why is leia not being shown why, why is han not being shown um and stuff like that vader's the same like between three and sorry between yeah, between three and four especially like, what's he what's he up to we don't have to see every day uh what he's getting up to or you know when he has his lunch and dinner but there is also that we need to flesh out a little bit more but we also need to maintain that mystery so i am with you on my i don't think they're going to go down that route and actually i think the way they've done it is quite good they've done the first few months in the comic because like you said the whole footnote thing that works quite well they're never going to make a series i don't think about what vader did straight after avengers of sith stick it in a book or comic not to downplay those because i dig them but then they're out there then they've done that part and they've still got so much more to do, but uh, to show if they want to. But I th- I'm with you, mate. I think he will be. He's the guy you throw in for the big impact. The Star Wars Jedi games have done that to perfection. Whether they do it in that third one without Big Boy Stig, I don't know. But you use him sparingly because he's the jo- the shark in Jaws. You want him to have an impact. So I don't think they're going to do a series, mate. But I can maybe see them one day doing a series where they use him a little bit more perfectly and mate love 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 the answer matey boy and like very cheeky question from liam we love a bit of pards he's gonna get pard at mcm comic con on saturday <laughs> night at the fox mate it's gonna be great sammy cudmore all the oh. way from florida usa a beautiful man who we had the mm. privilege of meeting at london star celebration this year what what a lad what a lad he goes hey fellas are there any instances where your head cannon trumps the actual cannon for you or maybe you have a reason in your head for an event unfolding or characters behaving in such a way that is not explained on screen for instance in my head cannon hand shoots first and he definitely didn't get his surname from some bumbling imperial who picked it on a whim or Anakin might seem wooden in the prequels at times because he started being trained far later than his peers and was told to suppress his already developed emotions those are some of mine give me your headcanon go cheers uh, this is always a tough one uh, 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 like one mm. instance where actual canon beats actual canon I still think the Kanan comic dealt with order 66 better than the bad batch did but that's actual canon versus canon do you know what this I, is, I found this one quite tough that. yeah i know you're a big fan of that but that uh comic mm. one. It's, i find this one tough because i don't often dream about scenarios where i wish had happened or look at something and think oh i'm gonna go i i i, I think this was what happened but one of the ones i did think of and the, the one i thought of other than canaan there was 
it, 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 it's not even is it head can it kind of is but in in season three of mandalorian we had the gideon clones being in the tank he was creating these super gideons and the, when i think about it now it's proper weird and i just don't i don't get it but um it was cool in the moment my head cannon is still like nah it, it, it's mm. snoke it's still going towards snoke and the mando is part of the origins of snoke and the first order and palps like explicitly part of it not hand waving away like oh, i guess we could in my head in chapter four of season two when they all st- they storm the base that's a snoke in a t- jar it's not a gone off gideon and season mm-hmm. three was just gideon going mental uh, in my head canon it's still no 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 that was a clear sn- they even play his theme pretty much it's a clear st reference and not a oh i don't know let's just make gideon this kind of mad scientist instead so that's kind of how i look at it doesn't change the story because i'm not that entitled but in my head i'm like yeah no that's the yeah, but season three of course still happened of course it did yeah but in my head what they're actually moving towards is the sequels and you know we'll see season four they might completely um go against that by never mentioning cloning again but even if they don't that's a sequel trilogy snoke reference to me mate but um what about you mate what's your head canon like and what's it thinking about for um handsome sammy's answer i think uh it's easier to dive straight into you know the sequels you know and palpatine and you know what happened at the end of return of the jedi right that's an easy one okay that is an easy one of course, no doubt. Of course. so i'm gonna go for something that you know, I, I, by the way, I think that will be answered in, in kind of future storytelling and future Star Wars canon. But I'm going to go for something that's just a, a, a wee bit different. And it's a simple one. It's that Yoda, Yaddle and Grogu's species are from a planet where the population is so small and where procreation happens very, very little that that's why we don't see any of their species that's why like pandas right like pandas <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> yeah that's it it's 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 a small one because that's something that always gets asked like if we're watching it with family or if we're it's like so who's this guy where's he from why are they green what what's <laughs> the female one in phantom menace what's it why does she talk normally <laughs> yeah yeah, and maybe, hey, just like with the Palpatine thing, maybe we'll get an answer to it, you know, when we talk about uh, when Grogu in, in future Star Wars TV shows, in Mandalorian or something, I don't know. But uh, for, for now, that is just my headcanon, is that that's one of the only things that isn't really explained, right, is is where Yoda's species are from. I'm happy for that. That and also the, the stupid Stormtrooper in A New Hope where the the black yeah. like visor, the thing above his visor is wonky. Oh, that that winds me up. I, it must be that it's just like broken and he super glued it on wonky. That's it. That's <laughs> that can be. That is the only logical answer. Yeah, winds In my me head up. Cannon, Michael Leader was the original stormtrooper, not you, Bun. How you think about yeah. that, um, <laughs> Chris Bun? <laughs> Yeah, Chris Bunner, boy, he was the OT, OG OT Stormtrooper. He's a lad as well. Stories for days, that guy. Love him. Yeah. Uh, good shout there, yeah. mate, actually, especially the Yoda one. Uh, Sammy, mate, great, great, great point, especially with the solo part. He didn't get his name for some gimp on a behind the counter. Uh, finally now, my friend from the Patreon section, James, the Max Rebo experience. He says, how's this for a hook? 
What if Han meets Harja in, hash, in uh, hashtag make Solo 2 happen? Which is why he has such a negative opinion about the Force in A New Hope. So, of course, that's Harja Estri, I think. Kumo and Anjani's mm-hmm. character in Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Kenobi, the fraud. How bad are they? What if Han meets that guy and he's like, yeah, he's, they're all frauds. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I The reason for Han's bitterness in the original trilogy, I think, is a combination of a lot of things and a culmination of, of other things, right? So I think you've got Han being let down by people, yeah, whether it's by Kira, a.k.a. Amelia Clark, a.k.a. The Last from Game of Thrones, and, and so on and so forth. I think Han just becomes slowly more bitter and when people become more bitter and when people are let down and they're not around the, you know, arguably the right people or wrong people, right? I think the spirituality is the first thing to go. And that's the point is that Han's like, well, nothing beats a blaster by your side. From my experience, there's no such thing as that. It's like, well, by the time he's older and old man, he's seen enough to experience that actually maybe that maybe it's real maybe maybe all the all this force stuff oh yeah it's true all of it i think specifically harja turning up and uh conning the bloke and doing <laughs> him out of a few coins pretending to be a jedi yeah i don't know it, it, however however james i'll give you this it could happen and i think if anything if anyone from the marvel star wars team is listening i think they're probably going to nick your idea and put it into a comic book at some point mate yeah so I could potentially see it happening. Matt, what do you think, mate? Yeah. Paul Fry's licking his lips now, like, yeah, I'm going to get onto this one. Um, That's it. <laughs> I think, a lot, I, mean, I, I believe, I think in, in canon, I think Han Solo went to a spaceport and an Imperial guy said, the Jedi aren't true, they're, they're all fake. And that's how we knew it. Same guy who gave him his surname. He's like, oh, yeah, that's how I know the Jedi aren't real. Some guy behind the counter told me because he clearly takes anything those guys say for granted. Um, mm. No, what if Han meets Harja and makes Solo to happen? What if is the question? It's one of those great questions. What if? If it was to happen, it could be quite fun. You know, because we, we, with our pre existing knowledge of Harja uh, and obviously with Han as well, the two of them biting heads could be quite fun. And it could make for a fun skit somewhere along the line. How you'd get them together, I have no idea, because Harder is now, you assume, ensconced in the uh, early stages of the rebellion. If Obi Wan Kenobi serves me right, alongside um, Roken, mm. O'Shea Jackson mm-hmm. Jr., and of course Han isn't going to be anywhere near that. In Solo, uh, Enfis Ness says, "Why don't you come and join us, mate?" And he's like, "Nah, got bigger fish to fry on Tatooine." <laughs> um, what? So what? It's a great like what if? It would be fun. Would it would it shape why he has a negative opinion? Not entirely. If it if this was hypothetically to happen, it it would be a chink in the armor against it. Of course, it would be. Uh, but mm. you know, it's just. I think you're right, mate. I think it's just a world weary guy who's been around the galaxy, seen some awful things, but never once seen something which seemingly controls his fate or destiny or something out of the ordinary because by then the jedi are all gone force users are in hiding as well uh, after order 66 because palps will make them inquisitors or kill them as well so i think it's just a case of like indiana jones and rick deckard as well a guy who eventually in later life comes to realize what he actually is going on um which is a harrison ford thing but in a what if scenario could be quite fun will it happen like you say probably in like a comic which would be quite fun yeah yeah 
comic book it's going to happen James aka the Max Rebo experience you naughty boy you lad also um, during during our recording of this <laughs> Mabel and I realised that uh, Stevie D back to you on your first question you do actually get Star Wars uh, Sessions mug that isn't hindered it does say Star Wars Sessions on it via our Patreon if you want that in that right mate yeah but yes you're obviously yeah. a patron stevie d and i believe it's a 10 pound tier you get it if if you're a new patron it, the patreon automatically sends it after a few months of patronage if you're an existing one i have no idea patreon seem to do as they please i don't know if you'd have to wait but uh, mm. we do have them here on that 10 pound tier it is a one-off you don't get one every three months or every year it's a one-off thing um but you can look like the coolest daddy in your office sipping out of a Star Wars Sessions mug, having a cup of Hattie in his Sessions mug. I might take mine to work this week, mate, and have everyone uh, seething with jealousy. But yeah, £10 here, mate. It's, it's there. <laughs> you know it, mate. You know it. You know it. And that's it. That's it for this week's Patreon section. It was a big boy. It was a big boy. But, you know, we did it. We did Collector's Guild last week. So we had to catch up Stevie, Liam, Sammy, James, Legends. Thank you so, so much for supporting the show. means the world. Yeah, what he said. But that is it. Bartender, sorry about the mess. Our time here is done. But we're going to be back again next week, causing just as much trouble here in the Bantina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! Lukey Boy's on the wine, Lukey Boy's on the vino. That I am. Looks like it anyway. Is it vino? True story. It was, yeah, it was. It was my last bit of white wine. You dog, Cheeky. I'm on water, and you're on the vino. Oh, man, there's, a, was, I mean, there's a story there about water and wine, but we'll save that for another episode. Boom! Uh, <laughs> yes, every week, <laughs> at the end of every episode, we end with a Star Wars-themed game. We alternate hosting responsibilities, and this week it is my week to host. Lukey Boy, do you want to know what you are being thrown this week in the form of a game? Yeah, throw it to me. Throw it to me. What are we doing? Give it to me. It is a game of anagrams so i have got some star wars characters i have randomly generated their names into anagrams and it is up to you to tell me who they are now for your benefit i'm going to post it in the chat which we have on our um hosting software here and for the guys in the audience listening use your imagination i'll do my best here but are you ready to play some (laughs) anagrams lukey boy yeah let's let's play anagrams let's do it Right, DJ Max Rebo, play it again, hit that music. The first anagram for you, my friend, is Cardinals Allison. Cardinals, the bird, Allison, the lady's name. Cardinals, Cardinals. Allison. It looks like Anthony Daniels, but good no, show. That, doesn't, that, doesn't have, that doesn't have it on there. Um, doesn't have a scene. So is it the same amount of... Is it the same amount of... You know I don't play that. It's letters. It, there are two. It's a two. Le- it's a two s- names, double name, but there are oh. different letters in it. I had to try and make it so it said words rather than just gibberish. Oh no! So it's, it's a not- character. It is a. It's a male character. 
Lando Corrizian. Yeah, boy. Yes. Cardinals, Allison. He's off to a flying start. All right, tough guy. Uh, actually, I'll All save right. that one for last because it's quite hard. How about oh. this one, then? So we've gone from Lando Corrizian. The next one is <clears throat> Inky Lou. I-N-K-Y space Lou as in Larry. Inky Lou. Who's that? Inky Lou. I immediately Lou. thought of I immediately thought of Kylo Ren, but it's not that. Inky Lou. <laughs> Inky Lou. Uh, That's a good one, actually. Whoever came up with that. Internet. It's Inky Lou. Think um, Kino Loy. Kino Yes, Loy. he doesn't he doesn't need my help. Yes! Uh, Inky Lou is Kino Loy. You're not meant to be getting these so easily, mate. Um uh, I mate, I don't know how I'm doing it. I'm done at how I'm doing it. It's the force. The force wills it, mate. Right, you've got Kino Loy. Do, you re- do I think second, you're going to get this one? The next one is <laughs> Mammoth No. Mammothma. Oh, get out of it, you <laughs> family-friendly show. Uh, yeah, I ain't having this. I haven't even got a chance to get a quip away. Mammoth Mo, Mom Mothma, yeah. That yeah, just looks it, like Mom Mothma. It does look a bit mu- uh, mummy, doesn't it? Right, yeah. the next oh. one, I think there's only two more, I think. <laughs> This one is it ain't Mustang Sally, unheard Sally, unheard Sally, U N H E A R D Sally, mm. unheard Sally, unheard Sally, unheard Sally. Oh, this is a this is a hard one. Good. <laughs> this looks this unheard Sally. It's Who tough. is this Sally, eh? Who is it? Um, You're three for three at a canter at the minute. Unheard Sally. Oh, no, I don't want to give it... I don't want to give it up. It's uh, For a minute, I was like, is it Shand? Because I can spell... I can spell Shat, Shand, but... No, it's not. It's There's no Y in that. No. Unheard um, Sally it's is it we've done well so far oh this is hard unheard channel I wonder if people listening have like oh it's this person <laughs> oh, he's looking it's, at his power um, the false figure no no I'm looking at oh it's Orimarco from <laughs> the other week <laughs> that was going to be one of them but I couldn't find a good one <laughs> it's prune face oh pruny which is unheard which is really Sally um, can I for the, for the first time for the first time this game can I please have a hint yes you can uh, Unheard Sally is a character from a Disney Plus streaming series which is rather new it's new so it's not mm. Sabine um Oh, this is this is winding me up, mate. This is I'm winding give you me 10 up. Ten seconds I, now. I think, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get this. Oh, and I'm so close to the final score. So good, Sweet. Five. Two Yang. Two Yang. No. Time's up. You are going to kick. You're going to pull your beautifully manicured hair out. Do you want me to tell you who this is? Go on. Unheard Sally is Hera Sindula. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you can see it now. <laughs> you know, it's, only, it's easy when you know the answer. Of course, it is. Of course.
course it is. You said everybody oh. else, even Hu Yang. That's got a Y in it as well, mate. Okay, um, no, how about this one? No. Mate? This one will be easy enough to get you all smash this one. Is this, this, so this is the last one now? Uh, this is the last official one. If you get this one quickly, I do have another in reserve, but here we go. Ice stalks. Ice frozen water stalks. Well, no, grass stalks. All the, all the, um, all the like, confidence has gone now. Oh, it's gone. Man. Ice stalks. I-C-E space S-T-A-L-K-S. Um, ice stalks. Stalks. Yeah. Stace X. Stack X. It's, I will uh, say that the letters do actually correspond to the amount in each name. Do they? Do yes. they now? So they might not be the right... So ice doesn't make up the nanogram of the first name, but it is that many letters in the first name, that many letters in the second. Okay. Uh, Calcastus. Oh, he's got it. Calcastus. It is Calcastus. Just for a laugh, can you get this one? Badman Roses. <laughs> Badman Roses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it Ross Sandbridge? You're actually you're not far off that. It is Ross something. <laughs> I, I just wanted to. I just saw the roses. I was like, oh, we get it everywhere. Ross Sammy. Yeah, the game. <laughs> so Ross is the first one. It is. Yeah. Mental. Ross. Yeah. There aren't too many Rosses. Is it Bodeman? Get close enough. His, what, what's his name? You know Ross I'm talking Biedman. about. Ross Beedman. I didn't want to Thank say you. there are too many of them. I was like, there aren't too many Rosses. There are too many. Then what we're going to? As soon as you is, said is, Ross, I was like, you do not get that immediately. Ross <laughs> Beedman is uh, is uh, Martha Skywalker. That's There's it. too many of them. What are we going to do? Saws Beedman is his name, and that's what it's an anagram of. Saws Beedman is Batman Roses. Mammoth No, Inky Lou, we love them all. Lukey Boy, you managed to get uh, one, two, three, four. You got four out of five officially. You got five out of six with the bonus there. That is oh, the a Hera. fantastic effort. Hera, you're going to see her in the next few episodes of Ahsoka and just <coughs> wish doom on her. I can see it. Not, not, looking at it, I'm like, wow, that's so, yeah, that's so obvious. Look but, at the characters. Oh, I just slowed, I slowed down. I slowed down. Sorry, mate. Nope, Neither mate. here nor there. You got 80% or whatever that is, 90%. That is one heck of an achievement. That's one hell of a pilot as well. My man, that is the game for this week of which you passed with flying colours. And sadly to say, mate, that is the episode as well. We're coming off the back of a fantastic Collector's Guild episode last week, which I very much enjoyed. If you haven't checked it out, do go check it out. It made me want to go and buy a Ray Hot toy, which is on the cards. Go check Cheers, that out. Dude. But uh, that is that for episode 219 of the main episodes of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there, my friend. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, including X or Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Drop us a message or a voice note. Two, hello there, at starwarsessions.co.uk. Please don't forget about the Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Two dollars 
$2 gets you into the sick heads. Come to our watch along. It's going to be so much fun, full of bants. Please consider it if you have the means to support the podcast. It'd mean the world. And don't forget as well, parsecsabers.com. Those guys, legends. Really good lightsabers. So do it. Yep. Do it. Do it. They they love it. If you want to support the show for free, just keep doing what you're doing and listening. Uh, and also, please do leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice, Spotify apple Podcasts. if you scroll up now yeah keep going hit five stars you've already done it didn't take you any effort to do so but it would mean the world to us because it helps the show grow it introduces new listeners it's another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell Badman roses tell your <laughs> ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier <gasps> it gets all spicier yeah, tell Shin Hattie and Inky Lou that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Luke. Yeah, come on. PM lads. <laughs> Liam. Execution. <laughs> oh, we didn't do it this show, did we? Didn't do it. Ah, well, we've done it now. There we go. Have it. Have it. Essex-based podcast heroes. Drew, did you find this a ride?